Welcome to Smiling in Hell 2.0, Chapter 43. I'm your host, Larry Peterson, and this chapter is titled, dun, 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 It's Not the Years, It's the Mileage. You know, as I've been focused on finding a literary agent to represent my new thriller, Injection, and developing quite a nice sampler of rejection letters, I might add, I've had to put good old Smiling in Hell on hold for a while. So, while I anxiously await my next gracious but disappointing email response, I thought I'd revisit my favorite literary venue and bang out an episode of Smiling in Hell. It's been a little tough on old Team Peterson the last month or so, and we've really proven that old adage about life. You know the one, no one gets out alive? Well, it's sure true. Now, aside from my writer's ego being on life support right now, the girls and I recently lost a couple of close members of our family. Along with that, my pending 50th high school reunion has reminded me of the good friends and fellow Northern High classmates that I've lost in the past year or so. It's not the brightest of subjects, I know, but it could be worse. I mean, I could be dwelling on the Hunter Biden uh, sweet deal that crumbled, uh, Trump being uh, indicted for 7,000 issues, um, UFOs being found in uh, somebody's back pocket, and all this other wacky stuff going on. But uh, you know what? Like the rest of you, this subject is not something we can avoid. So like I like they say, <laughs> no one gets out alive. Okay, so uh, Audi the Wonder Mutt. You've heard me mention Audi. Audi the Wonder Mutt, our family friend, comrade, protector, walking buddy, and all-around awesome canine companion, passed on to that big puppy heaven in the sky a few months ago. Now, I know that anyone who's had to deal with the demise of a pet, well, well maybe not cats, has had to suffer that curious combination of love and loss that only comes from having to walk away from an animal that has held a prominent place in your heart, no matter however long you were blessed to have them around. Now, as it was, we were lucky. We had Audi with us for about 13 years for an Australian Shepherd Spaniel mix. That's pretty good, but having gotten him when our daughter turned 10, she pretty much grew up with that old boy. He was almost like her brother. His departure hit her pretty hard. And even now, some months later, we still can't help but look for that hapless, smiling face, a wagging tail, a wiggling butt, and the happy dog dance that he would do when we opened the door after being gone for, oh, ten minutes. You know, as if we'd been gone a month or so. And we still feel a bit of emptiness when that impossible display of unconditional love isn't there. It's not fun. Yeah, I'm a a dog guy. Uh, Never really been a cat person. I I think that stems from the one day when I was a little boy, I I picked up a cat at a resort up by a lake we were visiting. And I was gently petting and and being friendly. And that terrible tabby twisted around in my pre-adolescent arms and like Ali on his best day, caught me with a sharp, clawed right hook right across the cheek. Drawing blood and tears, I dropped that feral feline like a hot coal and ran, confused and cloudy, to find solace from whichever parental unit I found first. As it was, it was, as usual, Nurse Mom, who surveyed the damage, patched me up, medicated me with an ice cream sandwich, and provided the motherly advice, 
See, you shouldn't ever pick up a strange cat. You never know if they're friendly. Words that have lived with me ever since. So while I don't really hate cats, I just don't trust them. I mean, I lock up the silver. Even Sam, the cat who lives with us, I don't trust him. I'll often ask visitors if they want him or, or I suggest that we sell him to the Taliban. It doesn't really endear me to my girls who, for some reason, like the thing. Oh well, there's no telling. But he's still alive, so that doesn't really fit in with my Marley was dead theme, does it? Uh, another big loss, though, occurred recently with the death of my big Uncle John. One of my mom's younger brothers, Uncle John and Aunt Judy, were always my favorites. No offense to all my other aunts and uncles, but they were often called on to fill in for mom and dad when they had to go out of town on a business trip or were out for the night, so on. They were a surrogate pair of parents, as it was. Only maybe more fun. Well, maybe. But Uncle John was a, a, a big guy. You know, he was a high school, uh, college football player. And those were the days when the, when the helmets had no face masks. He, he was a, a Cleveland high school teacher and coach and a master with all tools. And he was just a great guy to be around. As I got a few more years under my belt and we grew closer through the years, I always considered him one of my best friends. So we heard about a month ago that at 86, he had jogged off to join my folks for a round of golf at Heavenly Pines Country Club. A wave of memories rolled over me like a, a scene from The Perfect Storm, and all of them were fun and full of love. You know, not to debarrage the reader with family stories, but one time, okay, one time, he took my older brother and me to, to watch him play softball with his local team. That was cool. And after the game, he offered to let us join him and his teammates at a local Parma tavern. That is, as long as we promised not to tell our mom where he was letting us tag along, which we swore on a stack of Bibles that we wouldn't. So off we go to a neat corner saloon, complete with jukebox, pool table, uh, rowdy characters. I mean, it was like Roadhouse, but let's just say, it, let me, it, wasn't like, it wasn't like Roadhouse. And I mean, Patrick Swayze wasn't hanging around. But let's just say it, it wasn't G-rated, okay? I mean, we, we loved it. So while Uncle John was yucking it up with his bros, well, he plied us kids with root beers and quarters for the pool table. Oh, yeah, we sucked those root beers down as if we were swigging good old POC, Pilsner of Cleveland, for those of you who are uh, Clevelandonians, or Stroh's, Stroh's beer. Ah, fire brewed for natural flavor. What I wouldn't give for one of those now. Well, anyway, in other words, it was a blast. Then after a while, and, and probably later than we should have been out, he drove us home, reminding us several times along the way to keep the evening's festivities under our baseball caps. Which, of course, we did. We promised it a lot. Oh, yeah, we promised it. Until we got to the front door. Mom, of course, was waiting there, tapping her foot, when we all hopped up on root beer, literally bounced into the living room, shouting, Uncle John took us to a bar! Promise keepers not we were. But it was okay, because it was Uncle John, and he could always sweet-talk his sister, our mom, out of any trouble we were in. He always seemed to be there. He and Aunt Judy came to all of my weddings, well, both of them anyway, 
And I remember how just before the ceremony, Uncle John always shared the same words of wisdom. It's not too late to change your mind. Sage wisdom, which I probably should have followed, well, at least once. And even though we hadn't seen each other since my mom's funeral some years ago, we would chat on holidays and birthdays or sometimes just to catch up. It always felt like we'd just seen each other and the laughs, good advice, and words of support were always present. You know, a big guy sure leaves a big hole in the heart. Now, I thought about him when we lost Audi, too. Uncle John was a dog lover, and he often shared his philosophy of the irrational behavior of us human-type people when it came to animals. Why, he would ask, do we bring a wild animal into our lives and homes and bestow them with unlimited love, knowing that they will leave us after a while? Yeah, I know, they provide unconditional love and nothing can replace a big old sloppy lick on the chops. But you know, in a way, he was right. As I was reflecting on the loss of that big lug and my old mutt, I was reminded that a few folks will be missing from my aforementioned upcoming 50th high school reunion. 50 years. I couldn't help but remember when Uncle John had mentioned that as he grew older, he and Aunt Judy, they were, they were seeing more and more of their friends cash in their chips as funerals became more prevalent. As it is, a couple of my buddies from high school won't be there to tip one with us in September, which makes me more than a little blue. One such bro that I have mentioned on these pages, Robert, he will always be famous and in my memory for his classic words of advice. You know, one night, uh, you, might, you guys may remember this story, one night we were walking back to our dorms after too many cold ones at the Bacchae in Chapel Hill back in the 70s. I began to hurl on Franklin Street. You know, I was just doing some street painting. And Robert, in his old before his time sageosity, he put his hand gently on my shoulder, pushed me ever so slightly forward and said, keep it away from your shoes. <laughs> Words to live by in, in so many of life's adventures. No matter what's happening, you should always keep it away from your shoes. Robert called it a day a few years ago and won't be there for me to thank him again for that his help that early foggy morning in Chapel Hill, but I'll, I'll still tip one in his memory. Oh yeah, I will. And finally, I have to kindle a fond memory for Jeff H., another high school buddy who, while we were good friends, I, I always kind of hated Jeff. Well, not really. Well, maybe a little. You see, Jeff, Jeff was one of those guys who, he was just too good looking for his own good. I mean, he was named most good looking in our senior yearbook. Girls would swoon, literally swoon when Jeff walked by. I mean, his aura would show up on the Weather Channel. Even though I, I wasn't exactly Quasimodo in high school, I always felt like Don Knotts when I stood next to Jeff. So when I played Harold Hill in The Music Man my junior year, Jeff was cast as Marcellus Washburn, you know, the Buddy Hackett role from the movie. And we did Saturday but Wise Girl together. Yeah, we, we knocked it out of the park. At least that's how I remember it. In fact, of all the numbers I've done in musicals over the years, our brief moments on stage together remained some of my favorites. You know, it would have been really fun to be able to revive that little ditty with him at a reunion. Well, as much as we could remember, anyway. But uh, we won't. Don't be surprised, though, if I just happen to pop off a few bars of that old chestnut sometime during the evening, whether the gang wants me to or not. 
Now, even if I do feel like Don Knotts, I'd love to be able to stand next to that old cuss. I, I guess I still will, in my heart. So as I join a group of folks I haven't seen since our last get-together, at 20th reunion, I think, and we, care, we compare who's held up the best, I'll try to remember that it's not the years that puts on the age. It's the mileage. And a few of us have definitely racked up the miles. So anyway, thanks, dear reader or listener, for bearing with me in this little walk down memory lane and these few mini tributes to some folks and dogs who've touched my life over the years. There's lots of them. It's hard to believe they're gone, even though I, I know there will be plenty more to come. I guess, though, the best thing we can do as we slog through the inevitable storms of loss is to conjure up the smiles and the laughs from those days gone by and, and let them be our trench coat against the rain and let them help us keep smiling. Inhale. Well, this is your host, Larry Peterson. I thank you for joining me again and uh, smiling in hell. And I'll be with you sometime in the not-too-distant future. For yet another day, have a great day.